While Rome wasn't built in a day, it is possible to make a day trip out of some of the most important sites that Rome has to offer. The last time we were here was in 2017, and so we had to come back and we thought it would be great to visit some of our old familiar haunts. Welcome back to Finding Jean Marie, where we share our lives as full-time travelers and the connections we make along the way. If you're new here, I'm Judy. And I'm Kevin. This was not our first trip to Rome. The last time we were here was in 2017. So this is kind of a, an opportunity to revisit some old, familiar places that we really enjoyed the first time. Now, the reason we came to Rome is we had to get some vaccinations for an upcoming trip to Egypt, which we'll talk about in a future episode. And one of the things that makes it really possible is the fact that Italy has a terrific train system. Yeah, Rome is only two hours from Assisi, so we were easily able to get to Rome and get back to Assisi. Rome really makes it easy because in addition to the trains from various other cities, it also has a great metro system that allows you to get from one part of the city to another very easily. The metro has some major lines that connect different parts of the city, especially like the Colosseum, and you can get to the museums and other places in the city pretty easily. There's a few sections that aren't covered because Rome is an ancient city, and every time they dig down, there's always something they find down there, which slows down the subway expansion. But they are working on that still. So let's just take you through our day. Sounds good. We started off with breakfast, which is always essential because we need our cappuccino and some treats. Italy is really not a place for English breakfast or with savory foods. It's really pastries. But D'Angelo Bistro is a lively place with all kinds of people who definitely seem like they're natives of Rome. But they also have a little area of food for maybe people who are not Italian. And it's called English breakfast. So you can get pastries and you can also get savory foods. I think we learned on this trip in Athens and maybe in Italy too, to skip the English breakfast, save that for when we travel to the UK. So after our vaccinations, we made our way to the Spanish steps and then also started heading to the Pantheon. But first we walked through the Piazza della Rotonda. In the center of the piazza is a fountain. The Fontana de Pantheon, constructed in 1575, and the Egyptian obelisk was added to it in 1711. The Pantheon itself is a former Roman temple, and since 609, it's been a Catholic church. One of the reasons yeah. that it's so well preserved is that it has been in continuous use for all of its history. Every time we walk through the Pantheon, I'm always amazed at how much is in there to see, and there's always something going on in every little corner. It takes a while to get through sometimes because there's crowds, but it's well worth it. Next was the Piazza San Ignazio. It was named for St. Ignatius of Loyola and is one of the most beautiful piazzas in the city. It has stunning concave buildings that were built in the early 1700s and feel like a backdrop to a movie set. The church itself is exquisite and is worth visiting to appreciate the architecture and the beautiful ceilings. There's even a tipped mirror inside that allows you to appreciate the beauty of the ceiling without having to crane your neck. We were confused at first why there was a line of people looking down at the floor and then we noticed, oh, that is a mirror and the ceiling is beautiful and yeah, looking up at the ceiling does hurt the neck. <laughs> and after that, we stopped by the Trevi Fountain, which even at this time of year draws a ton of people. 
it's hard to get a clear shot of the Trevi Fountain or get a selfie with the fountain in the background. Uh, it is beautiful though, and it is something worthwhile stopping by. It is the largest Baroque fountain in the city, and it's one of the most famous fountains in the world. In fact, it's been featured in several movies, so it's a celebrity in its own right. We are steadily making our way through the city at this point, if it's not been obvious to you by now. Yeah, our feet definitely told us that we were traversing the city at a fast clip, and they were trying to fit a lot of things into one day, but we really missed being in Rome. I mean, it's been a long time since we've been here, so we really wanted to hit all our high spots. On our way to the Colosseum, we had to walk by the Imperial Forums, which is a huge archaeological site with many discoveries, and you can either walk across past it above it, or you can actually go down in there and spend some time. We didn't have enough time to actually pull that off on this day trip. The forms contain the remains of monumental squares, statues, and temples. And all of this was built between 46 BC and 113 AD. And it formed the heart of the city. It was the center of political, economic, and social activity that made Rome great. We would like to go back down there and see it again. The Colosseum was calling to us though and we had to get over to it. And then we get to the Colosseum, which is the granddaddy of them all and the biggest amphitheater in the world. It was completed in 80 AD. And although we didn't have time on this trip, one of the things that we highly recommend is that you take a tour as a night tour. You get to go underground and see where the gladiators were preparing themselves. And it's a very fascinating tour and well worth the money. And if you go by the Coliseum right now, you're gonna see that it's behind a lot of construction because they are working on part of the underground, part of the metro system that's being completed. So scoot around that and there's still a lot to explore and a lot to love. So by now, we definitely have worked up an appetite and decided to stop by Don Pasquale Restaurant. It's part of the Hotel Malat, and which is a very fancy place. We sat outside because we wanted to enjoy the street activity and just some of the fresh air. It wasn't too cold out, so we were blessed with some sunshine and some really delicious food. The hotel was figuratively built around the restaurant. The hotel had been the residence of opera composer Donizetti, and thus the menu is actually built as though it were an opera. I had the spaghettoni alla matriciana. Which is actually a Roman specialty. And the pasta was cooked so perfectly, and the sauce was delicious. I just loved it. The spaghettoni is actually a thick spaghetti. Yeah, and very dense. And I had the grilled branzino with spinach and Bernays sauce. And that was quite interesting. I had escarola on the side, scarola in Italian. And one of the interesting things was that they took the seafood and they made it look like an undersea adventure. There was some green stuff that was supposed to maybe look like seaweed and it looked like it was Bernays sauce covered uh, bread. I don't know, it was very creative. The visuals were very elevated for both our meals and Judy's meal certainly looked a lot healthier than mine. Mine was more uh, stick to your ribs. But then we split an apple crumble with a quenelle of ice cream. and That was delicious too. And we topped it all off with an espresso. You have to have espresso. So now that we were fortified, we made our way to the Borghese Gallery. <laughs> yeah, fortified. I was having trouble walking. I was so full. <laughs> well, it was a 30-minute walk, so... Yeah. 
<laughs> you, you had a chance to work it off. The grounds of the Borghese Gallery were actually astounding. And it's hard to believe that one family could have such incredible wealth. The Borghese Gallery requires you to set up appointment times for when you want to visit. And we did try to get some of the slots that were just us walking through so we could do it a little quicker at our own pace. We actually tried to book a week in advance and yeah. it wasn't sufficient. So we ended up getting a tour, which actually was great. Yeah. And the guide was very informative. She took us through paintings by Caravaggio and Raphael, and then several sculptures from Bernini. She had a lot of information. She was very efficient with the way she was putting it out there. And she kept that tour going pretty quickly, which is good for us because, you know, we have a lot we fit in one day. It was an exhausting day, but we loved every minute of it. We hope you've enjoyed spending the day with us today in Rome, and we'd love to have you subscribe and follow along on the rest of our journey. And check out FindingGeniaMarie.com for more information and for Judy's journal. She might write some more details about these trips we made to Rome. Until next time. Until next time. So you can travel throughout all of Rome. I don't think you're allowed to look at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just really feels like you're second guessing me. I don't know why. I'm not. Okay, sorry. The forums of the Imperial. <laughs> I don't know what the snaps are supposed to be. I don't know. Should I be doing it with you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, don't lose it. We need to get through this. I had the spaghetti a la mat. You say the first part, I'll say the second. Oh, no, let me do it.